The Dan K Show is thrilled to continue to be a resource for parents, players, and coaches with the launching of our audio podcast. You can become a subscriber and help support the podcast by going to anchor.com backslash DKS hyphen hockey, and you can send us voicemails. That's the best way to let us know how much you're enjoying the podcast. And here's one now from Steve Zahner. You guys are awesome, and you should go national. I follow you all the time and look forward to many more podcasts. Take care. Hello, everyone, and welcome yet again to another episode of the Dan K Show presents Junior Hockey. It's our little slice of the junior hockey, college hockey world where we get a chance to dive into a game that's normally played in rinks, but right now in the offseason for a lot of, if not most of the hockey players out there, things get a little interesting as everyone retools for next season. And now I introduce a man who never retools because every time he hops on the mic, he is always in tip-top shape. It's the namesake of the show. It's Dan Kay. Lucas, I also do not retool because I've had my toolbox taken away from me. I was, I was trying to start to be a Mr. Fix-It here. Uh, during quarantine, and it has not gone well. Um, apparently, I do not have a, a green thumb nor a, a Mr. Fix-It mentality, uh, so I'm going to leave it to the professionals going forward and stop breaking things around my living space. But thank you for the intro. Lucas, how are you doing today? Oh, I'm doing great. Up uh, up nice and early. The weather is is beautiful. It is 70 degrees and sunny. You can't ask for anything else. Lucas, and nice and early is something. This is This is what excites me today. We have who I will say over and over again, he, he's an all-Dan K show coach of the year back with the Skipjocks, Skipjocks Hockey Club. He is an absolute former assistant capitan with the Janesville Jets, and now he has returned home Carmelo Anthony style. That I'm coming home old days when you came back to your old team. He's gone back to the stomping grounds, and he has led the Janesville Jets here from the bench, the assistant coaching role. It's Lenny Child's Day here on the Dan K show, and I say nice and early we're up right now because I remember the first time we encountered Lenny Childs was at the South Shore Kings Showcase a few years back. He was head coach of the Skipjacks Hockey Club, a team that was on the rise, making a big move. And he had an 8.40 a.m. puck drop. And somehow the Dan K show ended up on the call, play-by-play and color commentary. And he comes up to us and he says, boys, we haven't gotten much sleep. We are a little bit tired. We're a little bit sluggish, but we're going to give you our all today. I watched him head down to the locker room, and and he had he had didn't have much in the tank right there, man. We were all on very little sleep. The boys looked at him, and we're looking for some energy. They said, "Coach, are we ready to watch him get up the boys going, get them riled up?" They went out in the ice and won six nothing. That's tough to do. With that, I introduced in one of the best coaching minds and best leaders in the game right now, Lenny Childs. How's it going, Lenny? <laughs> the guy's great. Uh, great to be on. That's a what an intro. I don't think I deserve any of that right there. Uh, but I, I appreciate it. And, and that's uh, awesome to be on and, and good to be on with you guys during this quarantine. Hey, Lenny, we're really excited to talk to you. We're going to talk to you in a minute. But first, we pay the bills of the Dan K show. Lucas will be reviewing his beer of the week Dan K, his coffee of the week. And Lucas, we start with you. Let the folks know what they should be having next at home. Well, uh, for this one, Dan and I actually exchanged a few beers. Uh, I had to drop off some podcast equipment for him, and he gave me a beer from Saugatuck Brewing Company out in Michigan, a blueberry maple stout. Um, now, this one's interesting because I don't normally gravitate towards 
uh, beers like this. I've gotten away from beers made with fruit and, and sweeteners and, and adjuncts and gotten back into my, uh, I wish I could say German beer roots, uh, but as an Italian, my roots are uh, Peroni mostly. Um, but this is this is an interesting one. It it definitely is a lot of blueberry. If you if you don't like blueberry, I I wouldn't go for this one. Uh, it's the first word on the bottle. It is the first flavor in the tank. Um, it is good though. I was surprised because beers like this are usually made with with artificial flavorings, and I have a fairly high sensitivity to that. Um, the blueberry is definitely artificial, but it it works well with the stout and the maple. Um, like I said, definitely blueberry forward. There is a little bit of sweetness. They picked a good malt base, nice and bitter, nice and earthy. Um, this is a good beer. And if you like blueberry, if you like maple, if you drink beers like this, this is definitely going to hit your spot. It doesn't grab me as much because this is not my usual style of beer. Um, I would personally give it a seven one. Um, but I would say that if you like blueberry, if you drink beers like this more often, this is one you definitely have to try to pick up. Lucas, what is you, – you, oh, you said 7-1. You actually scored it this time. I'm still so asking you for your score. <laughs> That's always the transition. All right. Well, fine. Let's go to the coffee world. I'm trying to wake myself up every day. The folks at home know that Dan K runs on some high-test, high-grade caffeine all day long because he's got to keep the energy flowing, he's got to keep the voice rolling, and he's got to stay on the grind all day long when it's hockey time. And today – a little earlier start for the show, I went with the instant coffee. And this is our first instant coffee review. And this has been an interesting one. This is from Geraldo Farms, maybe Geraldo. I don't know. I'm not good with names. You'd think I would be. I'm in the broadcasting field. It's a Colombian coffee. It's an instant amaretto, freeze-dried bean. And, and I put this thing together. They got some hot water going, put this all together. And, you know, for an instant coffee, if, if you were grading on an instant coffee, I'd give it a, probably an 8 or a 9.1. I mean, that would be basically where you'd probably go if you're – but I, I'm basing this off all coffee. It's instant. It's not going to be the best thing you're ever going to taste. You know, I don't get into the uh, the fruity nodes and things like that that Lucas says. I don't know what those words mean. What I say is this is something that if you got to get in a go and you want a little flavor, the amaretto is beautiful. It's buzzing. It'll get you buzzing. It's a 4.9 for me. I'd say the reason why I went instant though today is because our guest who we go to now, this is a guy who can get going in an instant, man. This is a guy who turns the volume up. This is a guy who gets the boys going. He, he's a leader and a motivator. And he goes by the Lenergizer on Twitter. Lenny Childs, let's, let's get this going. Let's get into it. How's things been out there during quarantine in, uh, in Wisconsin? I love it. Yeah, it's it's uh, it's going. It's going, and it's going uh, probably inch by inch. But um, you know, Wisconsin, it's it's uh, it's a beautiful state for weather wise. Probably three months out of the year, the best three months you can have. So uh, fortunately and unfortunately, we're not quite there yet, and it's kind of coming on the on the horizon. So it's been uh, spent a lot indoors. Some snows hit the ground, things like that. But um, just trying to trying to stay up and trying to do things that. Uh, that you wouldn't normally have the time to do when you're, you know, obviously in the rink and getting ready for playoffs. So it's been a different type of type of a grind staying inside, but uh, it's been good. We got a, we got a baby on the way in June and it's been kind of nice to, to stay around the house with my wife and, and uh, kind of be a support for her. It's something usually she's supporting me at the rink and now I'm kind of switching roles, roles there, but uh, it's been really good. Well, first of all, congratulations on that. I mean, that that's going to be, 
a, a big time move right there. You want to talk about the next step in, in life. You know, we're always talking about the next step in the hockey game. That is that is a next step you're taking there in June and, and best of luck with everything there. I'm sure you got it. You both have to be absolutely excited right now about it all. I appreciate it. Yeah, we're, we're pumped. We're, uh, you know, everyone keeps telling us, right? Like, Hey, you're going to, you're going to lose sleep, right? <laughs> it's going to be tough. The baby's going to keep you awake. And we actually, yesterday was funny. We we're, uh, me and my wife, we, we, we get the same type of energy, right? We wake up on a game day. She wakes up with me. We got Drake Blair in the background. Like she's pumped just as I'm pumped to go to the rink to, to be with the guys. And we're like, you know, this baby's going to have to keep up with our energy. Like he might have to, he might have to like want to go to sleep because he doesn't want to deal with us. <laughs> so we might flip the script on this little guy. Um, but we're, we're nonetheless, we're, we're pumped up. That is absolutely awesome. That's what you got to do. You got to bring the energy every day. And and now I want to, let, let's get in this to the free skate here, coach. So we just kind of talk a little bit about you. I want the folks at home to get to know Lenny Childs, get to know the man behind the bench here. And then we can get a little bit into the Janesville Jets as we get into our interview section. But what I want to ask you, you were an assistant captain for this Janesville Jets side. And when you got the opportunity to make the move back to Janesville uh, just a year and a half ago, I believe, that when you made this move back, what what kind of went into this move? What made you say this is the right place to go right now? Where did that come from for you? Yeah, it is a good question. And, and a lot of things kind of came full circle. So, you know, before we uh, I ended up going to Skipjacks, we my wife's actually from the Janesville area, uh, and, and we were out here, and I was in Wisconsin. We got married in the Janesville area. Then we did our tour in the USPHL, and ended up coming right back to where we started from, right? So uh, no pun intended with that song. But, um, you know, for us, it was it, it was something to get back to, to home for her and, and obviously, you know, making some really good roots here when I played in junior hockey. It's the, the best people uh, – in the country like these people here in Janesville are they're blue collar they're awesome they're they uh they're, they're really for you and we really built a good base here um the ownership's unbelievable Bill McCoshin's our owner uh he's the one that that brought me into Janesville when I was a player and, and his his energy and the way that he wants to do things is, is top-notch is professional um you know I, I really like the way he does things and I know that he's he's got your back he's one of those owners he's got your back he's gonna you know be in your corner all the time so um it was great and then and obviously the the coach uh, head coach Corey Lieberman um the awesome guy you know we, we really hit it off we're both young I'm a 91 birth year he's a 90 birth year so we bring a youthful energy and, and uh you know it was just it felt like a really good spot to to make the jump and and you look at Bill McCoshin this is someone who you know, so many times you see ownership where it's kind of the Wizard of Oz effect, right? It, it's pulling the strings behind the scenes without the face to see it. But this is a guy who's out there, social media, he, he's active in the community. He is active throughout the game. And it's got to make it a, a real a real fun place to coach. And I mean, for, as a player, it's got to make it an even better place to play when you know that you don't just know the guys behind the bench. You know the guys behind the scenes that are pulling the real strings when it comes to the business side, and that's got to make the Janesville Jets experience one of a kind. A hundred percent. Like, and, and he's a he's a hockey guy, right? He played the game, and his you know, I guess if you were to tie up his mission statement, I don't want to speak for him, but he, he wants to bring the best hockey out of Wisconsin at the best level, and and he, uh, I mean, you, this guy's on the ice with. 2011 birth years coaching in the spring he just does it for for the fun he does it because he wants to give back and it's uh it's awesome he came in the locker room we were players just to fire us up and uh right now he still does the same thing and, and we love him for it now we move back into some of the stories that we have with you during this 
this morning's skate. And I know one that Lucas and I were talking about last night as we were getting prepared for today's interview was we do our power rankings episodes each and every month throughout the, the USPHL season for their premier and elite levels. And when you were coaching the Skipjacks Hockey Club, this was a, you had a team that was hot as a fox in a forest fire. They could not lose. They could not get out of the way of a win, man. They were running in the winds everywhere you guys went. The boys were going. The boys were buzzing. And we put them towards the back end of our top 10 in the power rankings. And the team wasn't happy. They saw us at a showcase. They turn up. They're watching a game. And they look at us. And they start chirping us for not putting them in the high, high enough in the top 10. <laughs> Next thing you know, just minutes later, we see Coach Lenny Childs come up to us. And I will tell you, Coach, it was one of my favorite moments in the game, especially this is young in your coaching career. This is this is fresh in your coaching career. You're you're very. It, it hadn't been long since you had taken the skates off, right, and put and put the dress shoes on. And and the way you took control of that situation, you looked at us right in the eyes and you said, "Boys, that'll never happen again. These guys are going to lock in. They're going to realize what's important, and I'm going to make sure of that." And and you went out there the next day and you guys thumped the New Hampshire Junior Monarchs team that a lot of people thought couldn't be beat that year. And it, just to watch you kind of grow. As a coach, even that early, I mean, what what creates that style for you? What creates that ability to really take control of a room? You know, it was, uh, I'm never going to do that again. <laughs> but, but uh, you know, I think it's something where you, you got the players back and, you know, and you got to find something to rally behind, right? The, the, the us against the world mentality kind of, you know, it, it starts the year and you have to find ways to, to keep it going, to be able to have your teams motivated through, you know, the four game grind at a, at a showcase and things like that. So, um, you know what, look, I think it's something where players love to know that you have their back and, and that you're willing to do anything for them and that you, you know, that you're on the front lines with them, you know, and they're playing the game, you know, like we do the practice, right? Coaches, you win the practice. Players, they win the game. That's always, always know that and always respect that. And, and uh, you know, the players, it's their, your, their time to shine on the ice. Whatever I can do around the ice to make sure that they're in the best spotlight, that's that's what I want to do, you know? So, uh, you know what? They really rallied behind that and that that, that New Jersey, that, uh, that Monarchs game is actually crazy. It was, I uh, as a coach, you always know you can win a game, right? You always want to go in and say, we're going to win this game. We walk into this game, and these guys, like the, the pro setup that they had, right? They had, they're moving to the NCDC the next year. They got the skate sharpener out. They got the nice tablecloth. They got the sticks with their names on them. You know, they're, they're all put together. And I always thought we were super professional. And I'm like, okay, you know, we're our professional level, we're, we're better. We're better. We, we walk in, and our players are walking past them. And I could sense the, just the, the sulkiness, like, oh, man, this this is pro. We're going against a really, really good team. They haven't been beaten. So, you know, it was kind of that extra as well. Like, guys, <laughs> no one knows who we are. Dan K doesn't even know who we are. Don't worry. Let's show them. And, and I think from that point, uh, we all believed that we were we were gonna we were gonna do what we did that night, and it was it was fun doing it with those guys. You know that early start when we all have the 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 cloud hanging over our heads, and you know walking back, you walking back out of the locker room, and of course the rinks are quiet because it's eight a.m. in the morning, and you just hear one of the players just just real quiet. Hey, coach, are we gonna are we gonna win today? And I mean, my memory is that you turned around and you sprinted back into that locker room, <laughs> ready to <laughs> ready to get things fired up. But, you know, I, I think I just echo what Dan has said that, you know, I think we've always sort of connected when we've worked together uh, with, you know, the mutual passion for it. And you just you want to put the best out there every single every single opportunity you have. And that's always a sense that we've gotten from you. And 
and I'm uh, pretty excited to dive into it today. That's awesome. That's awesome. I pre- appreciate that. Yeah, that uh, that was an early game. That was that was early. You know, and, and uh, tell you what, those those are the games that I, I don't miss here <laughs> in Janesville, where we got the classic seven p.m. starts on a Saturday and su- or a, sat- a Friday Saturday. I don't don't miss those, but the uh, you know you got to get those players going right early in the morning, and sometimes they're dragging. But uh, we practice at seven a.m. in the morning in, in, at Skipjack's country back in the day, so they they were prepared for it. I think they were. They're trying to find a way. <laughs> All right. Now, with that, it is time. And we're going to talk some Janesville Jets hockey with Coach Lenny Childs. We're going to talk about the recruiting process, what they are going through from top to bottom, and a little bit about how the quarantine may have affected some of that recruiting, some of that scouting, and, and what a player might want to do if they want to learn more about the Janesville Jets. With that, I send it over to Lucas Jones to get things kicked off. Thanks, Dan. So, You know, we're all kind of dealing with this in different ways. We were talking about how the the differences between, you know, Wisconsin and Jersey, where Jersey has, you know, finally starting to just a little bit, you know, start to see over the edge. And but a lot of states are are still in lockdown mode and ice rinks all across the country are not really open for business. So, coach, from your perspective, from someone who is retooling and getting ready for for next season's play, what is the recruiting situation, the recruiting life? for you right now, how are you continuing to do the things you need to do uh, during this off season? Yeah, it's a good question. I, I think we're kind of in the same boat as everyone, obviously, and what they're doing, but it's, it's obviously changed quite a bit and, and no face-to-face interaction. And for us, it's, it's a lot of the, the video scouting tools that we're starting to use. Um, you know, players are, are doing a really good job in, in, you know, shooting emails out like, Hey, I'm here. Uh, we usually know most of the players and where they're at. It's just a, it's just a, a chance to, you know, dig dig deep into their game and, and see what we can find out via video, which is the only tool we really have to, to validate our thoughts. So um, a lot of hockey TV. Uh, we have a couple couple scouting things that we uh, – uh, platforms that are, that are now available to us to be able to make it a lot easier to identify players. Uh, but it, it's – you know what? It's, it's something that you just got to roll with the times. It's definitely tough. It's not perfect. Um, nothing's perfect in this world. So you got to find a way to, you know, to, to battle through. And uh, I think we're doing a really good job. We're, we're identifying players. We're, um, we're able to put grades on players right now. And obviously, you know, with our we have two drafts now coming up, two drafts and with the USHL draft that, you know, definitely impacts our league. We're, we're definitely waiting for that this, uh, this Monday and Tuesday on May, uh, May, May 1st and 2nd, no, May 3rd and 4th. We've got my days all mixed up here. <laughs> now, now coach, I, we talk about this off season, right? And we talk about players reaching out with emails, things like that. I mean, obviously, like you just brought up, the USHL draft is going to have a lot of effect on NA teams, especially the Janesville Jets, an organization synonymous with good hockey, winning, great player development. There's going to be some players you may lose out on. There's going to be some players that you may be waiting upon. And now with this off season, for some, you know, you look at some levels and you're really, you're shaking the tree sometimes for that fruit for for you guys in Janesville I think a lot of times it's waiting for the right fruit to come to you you know what it is you know what you want you're in contact with it what how do you how do you kind of drive a player here what do you tell a player about the Janesville Jets should they is it the same reach out be in touch with us be in contact is it more you guys are coming to them how does that work for Janesville at the NA level yeah, I think it definitely goes both ways, right? I mean, the first, you know, thing you mentioned, the USHL, <clears throat> we we get players in Janesville for 
one our, our thought process and our development process. It's it's a it's development and it's placement, right? And for us, it's we don't want to hold our players back. We want to get them in. We want to develop them as much as we can, and in hopes that they can reach the highest level possible, whether that's Division One commitment while they're really young or going to the USHL the next year or two. So that USHL draft is going to be big for us. Like, I hope we get our whole roster taken. Like, that's just how we feel. We want to make sure that our players are, are, are moving up in, in the right spots. And, you know, that means that we have to backfill our team, which I think is the fun part, right? Um, but for, for our guys, you know, that, that come in and it, how do you get to Janesville? It's, one, it's, it's definitely the emails. It's definitely reaching out. It's definitely, uh, you know, the willingness to compete. I think that's the biggest thing. And everyone, you know, this generation, and I'm probably the back end of the start of the generation, but everything, everyone wants everything just right in your hand and then placed there. And I want to get drafted or I want to get tendered. And I'm not going to come if I don't get drafted or tendered. Okay. That's like saying that you're not going to, you know, play well if you don't score a goal. <laughs> like you're going to do the small things, right? So it's coming to camps and battling it out. And if you're afraid to do that, you know, like that, that shows a lot about you as, you know, that you're not in it to compete on the days, the dog days of hockey in January. So, you know, we, we, we heavily scout out of our camps, um, our pre-draft camps and our main camps. We heavily scout, uh, you know, via the recruiting tools right now on video. And it's just a chance of like throw your shot out there and, and see if you can make that bucket. Now, one of the things I really love that you just said, coach, it's I hope our whole team gets drafted. Right. And so many times, there's that kind of that thought process in the in this junior hockey world. There, there's so much of it, right, nationwide. And there's such that thought of, oh, this, these are these are my diamonds, right? I don't want you to have them. Where you look at what Janesville does so well, it's it's your guys' ability to move players to the next level, both collegiately and to that USHL draft, right? And it's it's sometimes it's just about making sure the player gets to the right place. And and some folks lose sight of that. You guys do such a good job of keeping your mindset on player. First, what drives that player first mentality with the Janesville Jets? It comes right from the top from, from our owner, Bill McCosh, and the way he wants to do things. And that's why we're in a complete agreement is, is that he wants to have, you know, complete placement of division one players and players moving to the next level. That shows that we're doing our jobs and, and we're worried about the player rather than, you know, what we have our own hidden agendas. And, you know, I think that's the fun part too, is that, you know, there's some players this year that, we're going to lose to the USHL. And I say lose, meaning like they're awesome human beings. I'm going to miss the, the impact and experience that I could have them this year. But that, that meant that we, you know, for the 365 days we had them, we put all we could into them and we made them really good players, right? And they made themselves really good players. So uh, we're, we're excited to bring in the, the next round of players and do the same thing again. You keep it fresh. You keep it hot. Um, you know, but it's, it's, it's something special, I think, in, in the game right now when you find those programs that are truly about the player and truly about development. And, you know, you roll with the times. The next man up mentality. Maybe that player that doesn't go to USHL this year, that was maybe our third or fourth line players now going to move up into a top six role and that's fun now we get to mold them and bring the next young player in to develop them so uh yeah it starts from the top and and bill mccosh and and our you know our mantra of what we are it's 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 finding players developing players and it's getting them out to the next level i mean you see blake dangos just went to st lawrence university another division one commitment for janesville and and they continue to just jet players up to the next level there you go lucas i feel like it's like a goal call right there. but coach i want to talk a little bit about now 
just the, the development process at Janesville. If I'm a skater that is walking into the rank day one with the Janesville Jets, once this thing's all back up and running, what am I expecting from the Janesville Jets program? What are you guys putting me through on a day-to-day basis? What is the process of being a Janesville Jet? It's a great question, and it's, uh, there's a lot that goes into it. It's, and it's, uh, it's just as much personally and what you would like to do and what you'd like to get out of it as it is you know, what we're going to give you. And, and our, our goal is obviously to, to have that same player come in and leave a completely different player that day, right, and really get that 1% better. Uh, you know, it, we have a, a really good strength conditioning program out of Madison, uh, total athlete performance. They come down twice a week and, and they put these guys through super hard workouts. Again, you know, we want to win. Yes, we want to win games in the weekend. We want to win a, a championship in Robinson Cup. But the end goal is getting this player developed throughout the year. So we're not afraid to have a little bit of a harder workout, you know, throughout the week to make sure that we're developing these players for two, three, four, five, six years out. Uh, so, you know, that's a, a pretty tough thing that guys have to go through, you know, twice a week. We, uh, we have the yoga on Mondays that players are – we have a really good yoga instructor through uh, our Mercy Health uh, sponsorship and, and our trainers, and they – you know, getting the players set for the week, um, you know, working on those muscles, being more more flexible and things like that. Uh, and then obviously coming through, we, we throw a lot of meetings at these guys. We really want to get them better in every detail. So, you know, don't be surprised to have, a, you know, a defensive skate at, at 9 a.m. in the morning uh, post your workout. Don't be afraid to have, uh, a, you know, Coach Lenny Childs put a, um, an edge work skill day for five players that, that really need it that week, you know, for a Tuesday at 6 a.m. So we're really, you know, we, we feel as though uh, the rink and, and the program is just uh, an open canvas, and we want to paint in every crevice to, to make you a better player. Yeah, and I think that's it's so important, you know, especially especially now when, when you know, you've got parents, I'm sure, who are, who are looking for programs that are going to invest, right, invest in the player, and it's and, – and, you know, you need to be able to get that investment back from the player. And so when you have this proven track record of, you know, hey, guys, it's not that, you know, we're not just throwing the whole team through a bunch of generic workouts. It's, hey, these five guys, let's, you know, work on some edge work, like you said, or, hey, you know, uh, Thursday, we need to work on uh, on some passing, we need to work on some backskating. So if you feel like you need it, you know, it builds that, that sense of responsibility from the players. Um, and that's sort of another facet of it too. It's, it's not just building, you know, the on ice skills, which Janesville has done, I think in spades and has a long proud history of, but it's building up these players as adults and helping them as they transition from being, you know, young men to adults, uh, building that responsibility, instilling that culture. Um, so I'm, I'm interested to hear about sort of the off the ice culture of the jets. What do you guys do to, to build up these young men into adults, to make them into responsible human beings. Uh, what is that like uh, on the day-to-day basis for you guys? Yeah, great question. We, uh, we're we huge in the community service. And, you know, obviously a lot of teams say that and, and, and definitely, you know, do it and carry it out. But for us, it holds a different level uh, in, in what we're able to do. Janesville, so Janesville was uh, back in before the team came in, about a year before the key, uh, team started here, a couple of years before I started here in Janesville, there was uh, – the, the General Motors plant was here that uh, they got shut down. So this is a typical, you know, blue collar town and, and uh, building that those relationships about a junior hockey team coming to town was super important to the development of the team and the, the community. So ever since the beginning, when I played here, we were out in the community and, and 
not just showing face and shaking hands and kissing babies, but uh, on the front lines of going to the, the YMCA and the Boys and Girls Club. And, um, you know, we had some really good programs set up for reading clubs at schools. And we've kind of, you know, jumped on the, the back of that and done even more now uh, coming back as a coach. It's, it's great to see, you know, players are, you mentioned what, what's the day in life. Well, we have some players that wake up, you know, 7 a.m. They're at their workout. Right after their workout, they're going to a community service event at a school and they're reading or they're doing a lunch club. And then right after that, they're coming for a meeting for a power player penalty kill meeting. And then right after that, they're on the ice and they stay on after. So it, it really builds you as that, you know, obviously said becoming an adult. And I think obviously the, the main goal is to get to NCAA hockey. So it's really, you know, developing you for your time management and all the things that you're going to have to do at that level. But, um, you know, community service, it's just huge. It's huge. The coaches do it. The players do it. Um, you know, our, our front office staff do it. And it's just a collective effort to make sure these players understand that, it's not just about hockey. It's about becoming a really good human being and a professional in the whole word. Now, Coach, I jump in here and, and I, I draw back to when you were discussing the coaching staff here with Janesville. And a year 90 and a year 91 leading the way behind the bench. This is a young coaching staff. This is a young group that it's it's not been a long time since you guys laced them up, right? And can you kind of draw upon, I mean, obviously the obvious things are there for having a, a younger coaching staff, right? You feel like the guys are closer to the game. You feel like the guys can feel like you have played the game. They are playing today. This isn't, you're not somebody who was skating without a helmet on back in, back in 1965, right? This is a guy who was playing in today's modern game. Can you kind of draw upon the, wh- how that helps you both behind the bench, how it helps you connect with the players and, and how it, it leads to so much success for the Jamesville Jets coaching staff? Yeah, it's, that's kind of the, you know, the thing that people are looking at in, in coaches is do you go young and enthusiastic? Not to say that, you know, if you're older, you're not enthusiastic. I know quite a few coaches that are, <laughs> that, uh, that are my mentors and I look up to. But I just think it, it some, for us in Janesville, I speak for us, it, it adds that, uh, I think that care aspect, that a, a player can walk in our locker room and know that we were just in their shoes not too long ago. Um, and that, I think, helps with the, the barrier of, so does this guy really have the, my interest, right, in, in, in the front full, forefront of his mind? And uh, the answer is yes, right? So we're able to give them ideas and, and processes to think that we thought, uh, and it's obviously not too long ago. Um, it, it does help in the locker room where we kind of listen to the same music. I'm not going to lie. Like, <laughs> he's got, I walk in the locker room pre-game and these guys got a song and I'm going next to Spotify in the coach's room firing up. <laughs> so, uh, you know, we, uh, we kind of have the, the, the same, you know, generational, you know, music things. And, and that definitely helps with the, again, the trust factor. Uh, and then on the ice, I think it's, you know, we demand a lot here in jeans. We demand, you know, we demand a lot of, of you every single day. And to, to know that they saw us not too long ago in that role and that we got demanded a lot, from our coaches, uh, I think it just kind of bridges that gap. Now, we, we look at the Janesville Jets, we look at the NA, we look at all the success that has gone on, and we look towards the future here now with the Janesville Jets. What what do you see, Coach, this year coming up for you guys? What do you what are your expectations for the Janesville Jets? What do you think you guys are setting the ceiling at? Where where is success for Janesville this year? Great question. Uh, you know, it's, it'd be easy just to say, want to win a championship, right? That's that's on every every single team across the country's uh, goals for the year. Uh, that's part of our goals. But I think it's just the same thing we do every single year, right? Our, our goal is to get you 
1% better every single day. Our goal is to make you a completely better player than you walked in that day than when you left. And when you keep with that standard of excellence thought process of the, you know, this is what, this is the bar we're going to set. We're going to just keep raising the bar. Uh, the, the success, right, is a journey, right? And that's pretty cliche, but, you know, get, getting there is not just a, a, a goal, right? It's an everyday process that you have to endure and embrace and enjoy. Uh, for us, I think the, 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 what we want here in Janesville is to be able to bring in the best possible players and make them the best possible humans and even better players when they leave. Now, Coach, I, I got to draw back to you here for a second. And this is, since we first encountered you a few years back, I mean, watching you behind the bench, watching you with the players, there's just a difference in the energy than a lot of coaches out there. And it's not, it's not knocking any coaches. It's, we talked about that energy and it's in your Twitter handle, right? The Lenergizer. It's, there is, there's something about what you do behind the bench. Once you do, once you're suited up on game day, that brings more out of players than you see in a lot of other places. Now I, I want to know the, the future for Lenny Childs. Obviously, we all have that idea of what, what our next is. You know, I always hope that Doc Emmerich one day will call me up and say, Dan, I need someone to take over NBC Sports. You know, but we'll see, we'll see what happens. But with you, Coach, what, what is your goal behind the bench? What is your goal in your coaching career? Is it, is it to get the head coaching nod one day? Is it to continue to develop? Where, where do you see yourself as time moves on? I think it's a ladder. It continuing to develop, and and uh, <clears throat> obviously, you know, if a head coaching role in the future comes up, that that's definitely great and something I'd look into. Uh, and what I've kind of just seen is that you you don't know what's going to come in the horizon. You just have to stay ready. Um, I'm completely happy in James right now and what we're doing, and <clears throat> I'm using this this belief system of of being where your feet are, being in the present moment getting as, as good as you can, as best as you can, and helping those around you. Uh, we're really trying to live into that. And, and I think, you know, what, what we have something special here in Janesville, and, and that's why, you know, I, I'm super happy and excited to, to be here and, and come back again for this year. And um, it's, a, it's a process, just like every player, right? And, and how can you develop as a coach and do those small things like during the quarantine to, to be able to be best prepared for whatever the next road is or the next fork on the road that may come. But, you know, as of right now, it's my goal is simple is to get players better. <laughs> it's to give these guys a certain energy that they wouldn't have coming to the rink. Uh, it's getting these guys to a different level in their own minds, getting them to a level that they don't think they can reach. Uh, and then obviously bringing it out, you know, for them to be able to showcase at the next level. One of the questions I think that we get asked by, by parents quite a bit, um, either in person at rinks or, or the last couple of weeks through our, our DMs and private messages is, you know, how do you find a team? How, where do we even start looking for a team for my son to play? And I think one of the things that we talk about, we had Coach Hanklin, Coach Fru on the first episode of this podcast, and they both echoed it, is you have to find the right team, right? If you are, are not a fit for a team, it doesn't matter how good you or the team are, it, it's not a good fit. Um, and so coach for players who might be interested in looking up the Janesville jets and, and looking up some of the information about your team, I was hoping you could talk for us about what your team does on the ice. If you have a, a style of play, what are some of the hallmarks of a game played against Janesville? Yeah. Uh, you know what we're, we're fast and skilled. That's kind of what we build our team around. So, uh, we don't have the, the, the super big guys, uh, on the forward end that, that lay the body and play kind of the St. Louis blue style. 
Um, you know, I'm not saying we're not looking for those types of players, but last year we, we had a lot of water bugs. We had a lot of guys under 5'8 that had a lot of speed and a lot of skill and that were that competed their, their bags off every day. Um, and that was kind of our style of play. So we were really good on the power play. Uh, we were really good at, at, uh, on the rush, really playing a really good rush team. We got to be really good at breaking out the puck. Um, if you look at that, that Blake Dangos kid, that, uh, that, that kid that just committed, um, you know, he's a, he's a five foot eight, uh, you know, came in, not super strong, but super young. He's a 2002 birth year, but he can handle the puck. He's got great skating. He can make decisions with his eyes up. He's got great deception with his toes. So, you know, a, a lot of the skill aspects that, that, uh, the skills coaches are teaching and that the teams are teaching, you know, really a polished players is what we're, what we're looking for. I, I love that too. That's the modern style, right? You, you think about, you think back to the days where people thought Wayne Gretzky was too small to succeed, right? Now you look around the league and you see the Zuccarellos and the Marshans of the world who are surviving in a, in a world of giants at times. And it seems like James has really taken on that modern style. And that goes back to the young coaching staff behind the bench, the, the minds that are thinking in today's game and today's and, you're, you're preparing players to play today, right? You, and that's that's what makes it so fun. We are so excited to be here with Coach Lenny Child today. We are going to go to Lucas's Educational Corner next. Coach, I will warn you, we are going to have our parting words. So you'll have a chance at your parting words the way you'll like to close the show. So think those through. But for now, we remind you players that guess what? During quarantine, there is an importance in the educational side too. There's an importance on the academic side. And if there's one person that is an expert in academics on the Dan K show, it certainly is not me. I spent a lot of time cheating off Lucas in French class just to get passing grades. But there is a man in Lucas Jones who works in the academic field, works with SAT prep, works with collegiate prep. He is a academic wizard, a guru, as you may say. Lucas, Take it away with your educational corner for the folks this week. So I think this week on the education corner, uh, you know, I always like to talk about things that that I think are are you know relevant and, and present in, you know, potentially even in up to the last couple of weeks of my working with students. And I think one of the things is that this is not the time to slack off. And I know that it is tempting. And it is tempting for all of us because a lot of us are working from home. Students all across the country are taking online classes. Um, and because of the size of some of these classes, they're not as engaging as you might be used to, right? It might either be a couple of worksheets, it might be, you know, a, a teacher on on audio only, and it'll be easy to get out of your routines, to wake up a little later, to go to bed a little bit later, and to not focus as hard. This is not the time to slack off. As I've said before, you don't have to push yourself to the point of exhaustion trying to make yourself productive, but don't lose the routines you've worked so hard to build. When things get back to the way they were before uh, this COVID-19 happened and you're going to be going back to high school or even for the players going to the next level, there are no excuses. You have to put in the work every day. And once you've put in the work to build those routines, why would you then let them go by the wayside just to have to work on them again? So my advice for today is work smarter, not harder. Don't lose those routines. Continue to put in the work, get those grades up and be ready because when this thing starts up again, it's going to hit hard. Great job, Lucas. Great talk for the folks at home. And with that, before we go to parting words, I have one more question for Lenny. I just, I, I thought about it. 
I, I missed my parting question that I have for every show when we're talking to someone from a great organization, and this time it's the Janesville Jets. So, Coach Childs, before we get the parting words, I want to ask you the final question I'll give you, which is why the Janesville Jets? I, I think that's a question that we ask each organization representative that comes in, each player that comes in. In this case, working with the Janesville Jets, obviously you've played for them, you've been behind the bench, you've been on both sides of the spectrum. Can you tell a player at home, a parent at home, a fan at home, why the Janesville Jets? Put me on the spot there. Uh, I, I love it. Uh, you know, why the Janesville Jets? We care. We care on another level. Uh, we we want to get you to be the best version of yourself. And there's no hidden agendas. It's all about the development and placing you at the next level. And I think when when you're able to to walk into our rink and walk in our locker room and, and go through our day-to-day, you can sense a feel of uh, we're trying to be better every single day. And that's the coaching staff, that's the that's the front office, that's the ownership, that's the players itself. Uh, we, we truly want to be the best. We truly want to be the best professional organization. And that's what you're coming into. We're striving. We're striving. We're not there. And if teams say they're there, they're missing the boat because you can never really be there. Uh, the chase for greatness is, is always going to elude you. It's always going to get higher. It's always going to get further. And it's up to you to chase that form of greatness and then put it into your own thought process. Awesome answer. That is it. That is it right there. With that, we go to our parting words. Lucas, your parting words. We always know you're so great with them. Splendid, Lucas. Splendid. There, Again, silence from Lucas. One day you're going to talk. One day you're going to give us parting words. One day we're going to hear it. But fine. With that, I move to Coach Lenny Childs, Janesville Jets assistant coach, former assistant captain with the Janesville Jets, former All-Dan K Coach of the Year. Can you let us know your parting words for the folks at home? Parting words, I, I would say definitely right now during the quarantine, it's it, there probably comes a point in everyone's life that becomes a super great success that they said, I'm just going to be better today. I'm going to be better. And there's a lot of times right now where you could sit down and sit pancake batter and eat Doritos uh, and just say, yeah, I don't want to get better today because it's, it's easy to not get better when you're stagnant, when you're you know standing still and not able to go into the ranks and do what you do. But there's always a way. To develop and while everyone else is kind of staying still you can be that player that says you know what today is my day I'm going to dominate it I'm going to have the juice I'm going to bring the juice I'm going to find a different level to my life if you can do that every single day for the next 30 days <clears throat> while everyone is staying still by the time camps and showcases and teams and trials start back up you're going to be on another complete different level so my parting word to, to the players that are listening are dominate the day every single day while everyone else is standing still and wait to see how that pays off in the end. Absolutely love it. My parting words today goes along with our guest. It's the word energy. And, you know, in the past I've used some other words. This week I use energy and, you know, Drake said it best, you know, got a lot of people trying to drain me of this energy. And right now the quarantine, it can drain you of a lot of your energy. And I think it's what coach is drawing upon too. It's you can sit at home, you can sit there and relax and you can wait for things to come to you. But coach used the term missed the boat, right? Missed the boat. And it is a great song by Modest Mouse, Missed the Boat, where it says, looking towards the future, 
We were begging for the past. And I think in moments like this and times like this where we can get stagnant, where we're allowed to kind of stand still, we can get stuck in that middle ground where nothing is happening. We're in that little bit of a void. We're looking, hey, can't wait for the future. Can't wait for hockey to come back. Can't wait to take the ice. Can't wait for normalcy. And we look at the past and we say, man, what a great season I had. What a great career I've had so far. And we forget that we're supposed to be building today. Bring energy today. Wake up and have a reason to be up. Wake up and have the next thing on your plate, the next thing on your docket for the day. Always have an achievement that you would like. Take some things, write them down in an envelope, have an envelope you open in a week, have an envelope you open in a month and have goals on those. And if you're not achieving that goal when that envelope opens up, you are not on the right path and you need to get yourself recalibrated and refocused. This quarantine is a chance to build, a chance to grow. And we had a great chat today with Coach Lenny Childs. This is a guy who, same age as me, year 91s, both of us. This is a guy who's got a huge future, (laughs) a huge upside. The energy level is unrivaled, unmatched, and a guy that every time I've ever watched a team of his take the ice, they take the ice with the most energy. It's it's the Derek Jeter mentality, right? Someone may have more talent than me. They may be better than me, but they are not going to outwork me. And a Lenny Childs-led squad has never once been outworked. This is the coach right now in junior hockey, if you ask me. The Janesville Jets, if you want to learn more about them, go to janesvillejets.com. Dot com, the Janesville Jets of the NAHL. And Coach, you are our first NAHL guest of all time on this podcast. We are so excited to keep talking with more. We'll be back each and every Thursday. Remember to follow the Dan K Show at the underscore Dan K Show, Twitter, Facebook, and Instagram, or at www.dankshow.com. Want to be a guest? Reach out. Go to www.dankshow.com and message us. With that, when Dan K's on the mic, It is always hockey night. Thank you to Lucas Jones, the man who makes this all happen, the real Wizard of Oz, and Lenny Childs, our guest from the Janesville Jets this week.